Hey, what's up? And welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 4, Episode 23. Today we're talking about Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman from 2000, directed by Michael Cooney. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. Oh, and I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Welcome to the Dumpster. Well, here we are. We're back. Trashing through the snow. 2021. It's our first episode, and we got fuck. that. Yeah, I tell you what, guys. That fucking mutant snowman is back. He's kicking up here. I'll tell you what. Yes, I am excited to talk about Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Now, we we covered the first movie last year, uh, Season 3, Episode 33. We did it with our friend uh, David Ayone, um, and I love that movie a lot. Oh, so do I. I can't say as much for this one. I remember enjoying Jack Frost one. I remember having a lot of trouble with that bathroom scene with uh, <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth getting the old carrot up the uh, vagina. But other than that, I remember liking it. Oh, I love that scene. It's my favorite scene. Oh, yeah. She was very happy when I had her sign my VHS of it. I'll, I'll go I'll go on YouTube and I'll just watch that scene just on a loop. <laughs> just like, ah, I saw her at Astronomicon. Oh, no, she was there? And I was like, should I ask? And I ended up just not talking to her. I'm like, you know what? I feel like anything I say about Jack Frost will get me kicked out. So so on Patreon, when Crystal's interviewing Ming Chen, you just see Shannon Elizabeth in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we got her in a video, and that's it. Oh, there you go, man. Uh, yeah, back on that fucking Jack Frost episode, I tell the I tell the story about how I met her, and she got real shitty with me uh, when I had her sign my, my VHS of Jack Frost. All the joy drained from her face. Ah, maybe she was having a bad day. Yeah, well, she was nice until I brought that out, and then she was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Wait, wait, where was she at? When I met her that time, that was chiller. Okay, she's been in horror movies. She should know that someone's probably going to bring the Jack Frost thing for her to sign. Uh, yeah, come on. I mean, she's in Scary Movie for crying out loud. Yeah. If she's not signing a fucking American Pie poster, it's got to be like, it's got to be either Jack Frost or the Night of the Demons remake, right? Or, or 13 Ghosts, maybe. Oh, gee, oh yeah. I'm sure people are hitting her up for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but speaking of uh, home video releases, I believe MVD is releasing uh, Jack Frost 2 on Blu-ray and Tony. Yes. Did a commentary track for that disc, did you not? Yes. There is a Hack the Movies commentary track on Jack Frost 1 and Jack Frost 2, both MVD Blu-ray. Oh, you did both? Oh, yeah, we did both. You saucy fuck. Well, we did both back to back. We were excited. Keep a lookout because we're giving a giveaway out. Uh, we're, we're doing a giveaway this month uh, like we always do. And uh, Jack Frost 2, that MVD Blu-ray is going to be in there with Tony from Hack the Movies' uh, commentary track for you. So stay tuned. And uh, in addition to that, we also did uh, commentary tracks for the release of Final Justice, the Joe Don Baker classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Dirty Laundry, which was a movie I didn't know existed. <laughs> we did the commentary just blind. We went into the commentary track. <laughs> Other people, when there's when people go like, "Hey, this movie's coming out on Blu-ray for like the first time ever," 
Will you do a commentary track? Even though you weren't involved, maybe have some special insight. I literally was like, I don't know what this is. Turn it on. All right, let's do it. And then we ended up like, by the way, Dirty Laundry is one of the best comedy scripts I've ever like seen. I'm shocked. It's I'm shocked. It's not a cult classic. It's great. I've never actually seen it, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Final Justice, the Grading Clark classic. He was talking a little bit about that when we interviewed him about uh, Rosano Brazzi and how he didn't want to dirty his fucking uh, robe or whatever, get blood on it. Uh, but yes, yes, that that you can buy those now. I think I think Jack Frost Two might be on pre order, but yes, we are on those Blu rays. Yeah, Jack Frost Two uh, drops. Uh, it drops December twenty first. Nice. Well, there you go. It'll be it'll be in that stocking stuffer, man. That prize pack. So don't worry about that, because because prob- if you win, it's you're not getting it till January. Just P- FYI. <laughs> Whoa! What what if I win it, Joe? I want a nice stocking with the my, the Blu-ray I did a commentary track for. You don't get to win this. Pri- you weren't disqualified from the movie dumpster uh, prize pack entry. Wow! <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought we were all winners, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I'll give you a gold star, kiddo. <laughs> so yeah, Jack Frost too. Um, <laughs> great movie. We all love it. It's become a Christmas classic, I'm sure, for all three of us. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Definitely the first one. Uh, yeah, classic, maybe not, but you know, I, I, I didn't hate it. Uh, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it, is it fine and fun? It's not fine and fun. <laughs> Be be care be careful saying fine and fun. I found out you get in trouble for saying fine and fun these days. Uh, no, I you're both wrong. This movie's great. They're both great, and I fucking love this movie. And it's a it's a crime that there's not a tr- there's not a proper third movie ending this trilogy. Oh yeah, Jack Frost three, Kai- the Kaiju Snowman. Yep. Yes, Jackzilla. So so I watched both of these when they were on video back in the day. Oh yeah. And Joe, I'm sure you have something to say about its initial VHS release, but I rewatched them, what, like a, like two years ago, I think, uh, on Tubi or Amazon Prime, one of them, and I just fell in love with them again. And I think I remember last year or the year before, yeah, last year you guys did Jack Frost 1, and I told you, I'm like, you got, you got to bring me in for Jack Frost 2, and I don't think you guys wanted to do it. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, I, I need to be in Jack Frost too. There's a thing in this movie that like broke my brain with how funny it was. The only reason we're doing this is because you wanted to do it. So we were like, fuck it. If Tony wants to do Jack Frost too, let's let's kick it up. Why wouldn't you want to do it? It's so good. It's so fun. It's fine. Look, my big problem with this. Okay, so you just talked about the, the initial video release of this. Now, I love the I love the first movie. And again, if you all remember the VHS covers in the uh in the uh, late nineties, early two thousands, and they had the lenticular covers right with like the snowman the nice snowman and then the, the nasty face and all that this one had the snowman and a fucking lay with sunglasses and a snowball oh so when i was a kid i thought that was like like he was like a xenomorph and that was like his tongue <laughs> and then and then you watch the movie and you're like oh no he's like uh he's like a father of many kids this movie's about family by the way oh yes it is but yeah yeah, and I was like, oh, now just now that I look at it, I'm like, oh, is he, like, eating his son? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, uh, everybody was doing the lenticular cover at that time, too, right? Remember the Soul Taker cover? Uh, Bram Stoker's Soul Taker? What? And it was, like, a stained, it, yeah, it's, like, a stained glass cover, and then when you, you know, the lenticular, it's, like, these evil eyes and this mouth and shit. Kind of looks like that fucking snowball. Wait, Bram Stoker's Soul Taker? Are you right, are you right about that? I'm almost positive. I, their Soul Taker is... A movie that was on mystery science theater what am i thinking of soul 
It's Soul something. There is a movie called Soul Taker, but it it's not Bram Stoker's. I know that for sure. It might be it might be the same name, or it's Soul something. Anyway, I, I remember it vividly. <laughs> uh, the cover, anyway, maybe not the name, but the cover for sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Jack Frost too. Like I I really wasn't a fan of because I really liked that first one, and they don't shy away from anything in that first movie. It's 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 gory and it's funny and it's also it you know it tries to be scary. Now the second one is full fucking ham, uh, which is fine, but. On the VHS release, all of the fucking gore was cut out for some strange reason. Now, folks, this is a direct-to-video horror movie in 2000. Yeah. Why would you take out all of the gore? It's bizarre. And a lot of it's good. So this is my, this was my first time seeing it with all of that gore uh, reinstated. Okay, yeah, so that's how I felt. So I didn't remember the movie too much. Uh, but when I rewatched it, I was like, I think I would have remembered some of these kills. These are fucking great. And then you, you told me about that, how they cut out all the gore. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a crime. I think that robbed the movie of, like, finding an audience that it should have found. No, I agree with you, because, like, if you cut all that gore out, like, it's it's a little rough, in my opinion. Like, it, it, it's just, kind of, I mean, look, it's funny, but it's just kind of not my humor Uh, to, to the point where it's, like, that's, that's super self-aware, like, wink at the camera shit, which... You know, I get it. It's Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. But that first movie isn't like that. Like, it's self-aware and it's goofy. I don't know. I think that movie is a little wink at the camera. I <laughs> uh, no, but this one literally looks at the camera and winks. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like, what, what else did you want them to do, Joe? I mean, like, <laughs> like honestly, like, where, where are they going to go, Joe? <laughs> they didn't have to go anywhere, Tony. They could have left it fucking buried in, a, in, a, in an antifreeze uh, uh, container. Well, no, they couldn't do that because that cool cover got so many people to rent it. So they had to do a sequel. They had to do a sequel and they had to shoot it on fucking video because it looks like shit, dude. (laughs) Well, you know, director Michael Cooney... He had to get that sequel in pocket, so he just he got he did it as cheap as possible. Now I couldn't find a budget anywhere online for this movie, but it had to be like you know shoestring of the shoestrings. Yeah, uh, it, it's just it, it looks like it looks like an it's a hold on it is an SOV flick. This is a shot on video horror movie in two thousand. That's what this is. Yeah, I don't think it looks maybe it's because I watch so many movies on like Cinemax and stuff, so that quality doesn't bother me. Tony, it changes aspect ratios like three fucking times. <laughs> Does it? I didn't notice that in my last watch through. It's like anamorphic in the beginning and then it's just like ah fuck it, we're just gonna do HD. It's fine. By the way, can we did you guys mention like Mike Cooney in the first one? He like went on to be like a like a pretty decent run uh, writer. No, we we talked about him a little bit. Uh, yeah, so he wrote the movie Identity, which was actually pretty good. Right. Directed by James Mangold, and then he wrote uh, another movie starring like Ryan Phillippe, Sarah Polly. Like he wrote like big movies. Another movie called Shelter with Julianne Moore and John Reese Myers. This is where you start, man. You start at you start at the bottom. Yeah, it's just it, but it's literally Jack Frost two, written and directed, uh, cast and crew of nobody. To Identity, writing a movie that stars John Cusack, Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet, Alfred Molina, <laughs> uh, like uh, John C. McGinley. It's like, holy shit, that is a big jump. That is a huge jump. Good for Michael Cooney, you know? Good for him. And then it looks like he wrote unaired television pilots, and that's all I can see. He wants to, <laughs> he still, it says here as of 2016, he wants to make a sequel still. Yeah. Nobody's going to give you funding for it, man. <laughs> Look, if uh, if Hack the Movies continues to gain momentum, 
Is that the new goal now? Look, we couldn't get the corner. You couldn't get the Carnosaur rights. I couldn't get Carnosaur, but I think I can get Jack Frost three. <laughs> you can finally make that kaiju fucking Jack Frost happen. <laughs> the giant carrot. So before we get into this, we got John Hardigan on effects now. Again, I, I, I want to bring this up because uh, I mentioned previously on that live show that like I was deprived of all the effects in this and all the kills and stuff, and they're really fucking good. The makeup is really good in this, save for the CGI bullshit, but like all the practical stuff looks great. Um, and this guy's worked on a ton of shit. Uh, Friday 4, Freddy's Dead, Leprechaun 2, Candyman 2, uh, good old MD classic, uh, Uncle Sam. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Hellraiser, Bloodline, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Blade, Highlander 2, like a ton of shit, man. So, uh... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Highlander 2? It's like, whoa, whoa, that's, uh, that's two different... <laughs> those are two very different films. <laughs> Ranging in quality. <laughs> Again, good for him, too. You went from the fucking snowman to, to this, so. But yeah, Tone, you want to uh, plot crunch this real quick? Just a little brief summary for the uh, for the folks? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Sam, the guy, our hero from the first film, he's a little scarred by his, uh, his previous encounter with the mutated snowman. Uh, and no one takes him seriously, even though everyone saw it for some reason. Uh, he decides he needs to get away from all, and he goes on a uh, beautiful uh, tropical vacation. But at the same time, the FBI has been fucking around with that antifreeze, and Jack Frost is revived. And even though he has the powers of a literal god uh, and can do anything, uh, he's focused on revenge. So he also goes to the tropics to uh, kill this one guy. That's because he's just a horny serial killer, right? Like, that's all he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much is like is like spread himself on naked bo- ladies and like kill people. I guess. <laughs> oh my god! Living the dream, as I say. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> if you could turn yourself into ice cubes and have a model rub them all over their nipples and then suck on you, would you do it? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What, do I also blow their head up comically? Because the- because why not? <laughs> because why not? <laughs> the way Jack Frost's powers work in this film are like, ju- it's basically Ghost Shark. It just like does whatever is convenient for the plot in that moment. He's a literal fucking ice avatar, man. Like, <laughs> I like the, I, I like the, if you go in from the, uh, like the mindset of he's not even sure of his powers. <laughs> he kind of just, it's kind of like, uh, you know how like in X-Men when they, they haven't learned to control their powers. They're using them all willing. It's kind of like that. Like, he's like, huh, I didn't think I could do that. I guess I can. <laughs> I'm in a tropical environment. Yeah. There is a lot of that. and But there's like a good like 15 minute stretch where it's just like, uh, just a carrot on the beach, like moving around, and you're supposed to just assume that's him. I'm like, I don't really think this makes any sense in your own logic movie, but okay. Look, Sean, you, ha- you know, you have to hide your monster for like the first 20 something minutes, you know, you don't want to. Oh, oh, right, right. Because because it's a fucking secret that there's a killer snowman on the loose, right? Yes. Classic, classic movie rules. <laughs> <laughs> for Jack Frost 2. Yes. This fucking this fucking movie opens up with Ian Abercrombie as as uh Jim's or or what the his name's Jim, right? Sam, he's Sam, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was I was shot. I I always forget Ian Abercrombie's in the beginning of this. Uh fucking Mr. Pitt, Mr. Pitt himself from Seinfeld. Yeah, Elaine's boss, John Hammond's fucking butler is what he is. Or Bruce Wayne's butler in the 
TV series Birds of Prey from the <laughs> early 2000s. I always get him confused with the guy from fucking, uh, from the Burbs. What's his name? He's in A Monster in the Closet, too. Oh, uh, uh, he, he's in Biodome. He's like the, he's like the guy, he's the bad guy in the Burbs. The old guy? I forget. Anyway, they they could they should do like a buddy cop movie or some shit. Well, they can't do anything now. Fucking Ian Emmercrombie died in 2012. This is true. Dig him up. Bring him back for Jack Frost <laughs> three. I mean, I get. I mean, I guess you still. It'd be a pretty dark movie. Hanging out with a decomposed corpse, but you know. No, bring him back. We'll we'll digitally do him like uh like Harold Ramis. Oh god. Yeah. Well, we'll put. We'll put Ian Embercrombie in the beginning of Jack Frost 3 <laughs> digitally. Yeah, and he gets killed, of course. Yeah, well, of course. And of course, it's not going to be a comedy Jack Frost 3. It's going to be a sad coming of age family film. Yeah. <laughs> With a kaiju snowman. Yeah. It's basically like a sequel to the Michael Keaton one, but it's but it's this version of Jack Frost still. I found the original <laughs> carrot from the first film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you I mean, he he does have feelings in this film. He does shed a single tear at one point. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) Jesus. So, so Sam is in therapy for the snow, for the killer snowman thing. And, uh, (laughs) this part is so over the top. It's like a big fucking goof. Yeah. They're all laughing at him. I love, I love it cuts to the receptionist. And it's like a construction worker, the janitor, like everyone's gathering around. <laughs> the fucking village people are out there listening to this guy's like breakdown. That was my favorite. This kind of sets the tone for the whole movie, kind of like what Joe was saying earlier, where it's just like, all right, like they are openly mocking Sam and he just is like sitting there unfazed. It's like, okay, movie. So that this is the kind of slapstick we're getting in this. It really prepares you early on. Yes. Oh, for sure. It's weird too, because like, again, this scene is anamorphic. Like, it has the bars on the top and bottom. And then, it, and then like, right after it, it just goes to fucking HD. It doesn't even give a shit. It was really ahead of the time. Because, you know, you know, Christopher Nolan movies change aspect ratios now when they go to IMAX. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're shooting, they're shooting on that fucking Canon XL2, man. They, they couldn't wait. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan was watching Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And he's like, oh, I love how it changes aspect ratios to let you know that, like, I'm going to do that when I, uh, when I f- film in IMAX. <laughs> so, yeah, Sam's, Sam's going on a fucking vacation because they're not going to stay home for the holidays or whatever. Well, first, these scientists, they have to dig up fucking Jack Frost. And they're like, like you were saying, Tony, uh, they're, they're working on experiments basically to get this thing. I don't I, like, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, what are they hoping to gain? Well, you know, I thought that was manners in the beginning that like comes to. No, it's not to dig him up. I mean, it's not obviously, but like I thought it was. And then, I mean, the whole thing was they were trying to preserve him in the first movie to like bring him in because they wanted to study him because he gets like doused in this. Oh, right. For the uninitiated, he gets uh, uh, Jack Frost is a serial killer in the first movie. He gets doused with like this experimental acid that turns him into a fuck. It melts him into the snow and he bonds with the snow and becomes a fucking killer snowman. Have you ever read a Spider-Man comic? It's that. Oh, yeah, dude. Just think of any Spider-Man comic like, oh, yeah, chemicals hit him and he was over a. A, a fucking puddle of water, and he became Water Man. It's it's that the Ice Man cometh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh, if you want me to redo my plot crunch, uh, here's my plot crunch. <laughs> okay. Did you see? I still know what you did last summer in 1998. 
okay, we're doing that in 2000, but with a snowman. Uh, or House of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's literally like, it's a year later and I'm still scarred. I want to go to the, what I, I want to go far away and then the killer follows them. It's like, oh, they must have watched I Still Know You Did Last Summer, which I have a commentary track for on Patreon. Uh, this movie's better than I Still Know You Did Last Summer, though, so. So if we did get Jack Frost through, maybe it wouldn't have been this, like, kaiju idea that the director was playing with. Maybe he would have been a zombie. Oh, it could have been. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's I Still Know You Did Last Summer mixed with gremlins, mixed with critters, mixed with, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what. I couldn't believe where this movie went about halfway through. I was like, really? We're just going to do a, uh, a a critter's side story for the next 40 minutes. Okay. Straight up. I believed it. I was like, you know what movie? I'm on board. <laughs> so they're running tests on this fucking antifreeze in this fish tank. And this asshole janitor like drops a fucking cup of coffee in it. And he comes back to life. <laughs> Well, he pays for it. He gets killed immediately. He shards a glass through the face. Again, this is the first kill that I don't think's in that fucking tape version, but a whole piece of glass goes through this guy's mouth and impales him to a wall. It was good. By the way, the beginning of this reminds me of uh, Rotor, when that one guy, like, fucks up the machine and brings Rotor to life. Oh, yeah! This movie is really just pulling from all the classics, okay? Unabashedly so, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's Christmas-themed... You know, we're just going ham on all that shit. <laughs> so, uh, Jack ends up going down the fucking drain, and then, again, like, Sam, Sam and his wife are going out, to, or they're, they're going to the island for their for their Christmas getaway, because everybody loves going to a hot, tropical fucking place for Christmas. Am I right, guys? I've never done it. I would love to. I'm good. I, I like the change of the season. Uh, there's no Christmas trees there. <laughs> We left Kevin. What about Kevin? (laughs) Kevin's making some fucking like oatmeal special with antifreeze in it for his dad. They're like, nah, leave that little fucker home. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They make up an excuse for him to not be in this, right? Their kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the wife changes and they leave the kid home alone. Okay. (laughs) But Dime Store Adrian Barbeau is still in this, just like the first one. Marla. Yes. It looks like somebody died. Somebody died. That's such a fucking good joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, when, she's, when she writes it out. I completely forgot he had a kid in the first one, now that you're saying that. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is like Family Matters all over again when they just forgot about the one daughter. <laughs> <laughs> just write him off. Fuck it. A few people come back. I, I think, except for the wife, Marla and Joe and Sam are all the same people. And then, of course, Scott McDonald comes back to voice... Uh, the titular Jack Frost. Oh, oh, I like when he comes back to life. I think we didn't mention it. His first line is like, ah, oh, yeah, people to kill, things to do. Like he, like he woke up from a nap or something. Yeah. He's He's got some good ones in this in this uh, movie, some good one-liners. I don't know, Scott McD- I love his. I love his voice. And uh, he's a little bit more like, he, he's less like, how do I put this? Aggressive in this one? He's more like happy-go-lucky, rather. Like, in the first one, he's, like, a mean, like, he, he has this fucking tone about his voice that I, I, I like. And this one, he's just kind of, he's like, oh, I'm showing up for the paycheck for Jack Frost, too. <laughs> well, they all get to this island, and I guess it's just implied that that 
Jack Frost is like this sinister puddle that Sam walks through on the way into the airplane. He fucking... <laughs> what, he brought him on his shoe? No, he traveled a fucking ocean to get there, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You fu- Well, that's why you find out the carrot's in the ocean, and you just have have this focus on this fucking carrot in the dirt for like 15 minutes. I think, yeah, I think the puddle might have been like their original idea, and they're like, ah, you know what, we can make this movie longer. I think maybe it ran too short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when he, when he does a arrive he ends up like killing three women just randomly oh wait wait! do you know who he kills on the boat uh, he's credited as doug jones yeah that's doug jones oh right that's not doug jones is it though that is doug jones because there's that weird ass scene where there's just these two stranded people on a raft yeah yeah and it's like it's like you know what we got to do look how does jack frost get there okay he's he's in the atlantic ocean or the pacific ocean and he goes there and um and he kills these guys that are adrift on this boat, even though the island's like a mile away. And there's a carrot in their fucking cooler, and that's how he gets his carrot. And they're fighting over it, and it's 100% Doug Jones. Dude, I don't know about that. I, I'm looking at it right now. No, I saw it on IMDb too, but I was watching. I was like, that's not fucking Doug Jones. No, that is that is him. It looks just like him. It's credited as him. Why wouldn't it be him? He's been in some shit. Look, Tony, we've run across this before with with B-movies that are accrediting some other actor that's not actually the actor in the movie, but they look like them. There would be no reason to credit Doug Jones at this point in time. The movie he did before this was Adventures of Rocky and the Bullwinkle, where he played FBI agent Carrot. I'm going to message Doug Jones and be like, look, we need to settle a debate. Is that really you and the raft in Jack Frost 2? But here, here are his credits before Jack Frost 2. He was in Three Kings as dead Iraqi soldier. He was in Mystery Man as Pencilhead. He was in a movie called Denial as Ghost. He was in a movie called Bug Buster as Mother Bug. Oh, that's a great movie, dude. He he was a voice in War- Warriors of Virtue. He was Long John 2 in Mimic. Yeah, he's one of the bugs. Uh, Yeah, he was just like a background guy. There's no reason to make up a name for him in this. Well, Doug, I know, but Doug Jones is a suit guy. I, I just, it's just weird. It, it it looks like him. He's done stuff outside of the suit. I uh, know, I know, but I'm just saying he's mostly a suit guy or a makeup guy. Well, in the MDU, it's fucking solidified, so I don't even know why we're arguing about this. Uh, uh Also, he's Billy Butcherson, for Christ's sake, and that was 1993, <laughs> so to, to, to be like, yeah, I'm going to go do Jack Frost now. See ya. Oh, well, that, this is true. Look, look, Joe, I think you're in the denial stage of grieving. <laughs> and you just you just got to go to acceptance. Doug Jones is in this movie. Deal with it. I will accept it, I, but I need confirmation from the man himself. I need to know. I, I was also, like, super confused as to what he kills him with at first. I was like, all right, he got a carrot, but he has a carrot already because it's like a spike that goes through this guy's chest. And I was like, oh, no. I forgot he can shoot icicles out of his body. Oh yeah, he turns into he turns into ice. But his new thing in this movie is like he's seemingly bonded with the antifreeze. Yeah. So now he can like melt and live in like hot temperatures, but also freeze in hot temperatures as well. Yes. And he's antifreeze resistant, more or less, or mutated. Yes, it's a real it's a real evolution of the character. Uh, he's really grown. Absolutely, it's like Tremors two. That oh, that's the other one. That that's what that's like. This is like too. It's like Tremors two and Gremlins. And critters too yeah and, and kind of like edward scissorhands like you know with making those uh statues you know cutting them up <laughs> and making the 
snow come down, but he's all doing it at, at once. But yeah, no, I, I like that because, you know, it's just like, all right, well, he's back. Let's just use that again. It's like, nope, nope, not going to work this time. So it makes it even scarier. And I was scared watching it. I was like, oh, no. The rules have changed. How will they stop the mutant killer snowman? I don't know what to trust anymore. <laughs> I'm scared. And then I cried. Anyway. Club Dread is another film that comes to mind, too, when I when I watch this. Um, you also have, like, this... So we get to the island, and it's like a summer camp island side. It's kind of like that Scooby-Doo 2 thing. Wait, Scooby-Doo 1 is where they go to the island. Oh, is it? Is that the one? Yeah. Which one is 2, then? I don't think I've ever seen 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. And Scrappy-Doo is at the end of the first one? Yes, yeah, Scrappy-Doo. I actually have an episode on that, if you guys want to watch that. But yes, yes. That's right. Uh, they get there, and, like, fucking Colonel Mustard's there, and he's talking about fucking tigers and Indian shit, and we have, like, a fucking token Jamaican there as well that makes rum daiquiris and shit. Uh, yeah, so now, what is the better Jamaican? This guy or Jack Black, and I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or, or Farva in fucking Club Dread. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I make the fucking drinks, and I'm also the handyman, and I also run the fucking island, question mark. <laughs> and also, if I leave my pose for, like, five minutes the fucking people get antsy and they just start attacking the bar and just drinking all the shit themselves it's just like this weird resort where there's just like old people and young people mingling together yeah it's really like uh it's as far as i can tell it's for older swingers and like <laughs> and like young chicks who are into like older men like it's a weird mixture complete with activities like archery because Captain Fun's there, guys. Don't he? Don't be a fucking party pooper. This guy will get you. Oh, I love Captain Fun. He's the best. Don't you have a captain's hat? I'm going to put that CF right on that fucking captain's hat you got. <laughs> no, no, that captain's hat, it's a boathouse row hat that I steal from Kieran. <laughs> like, it's Kieran's hat, and I just steal it for episodes. I love how he just constantly, like, busts into Sam and his wife's fucking, uh, like, rental. And it's like, they could be, like, you know, going at it doggy style on this guy. Oh, hey, activity time. Whoa! Oh, whoops! <laughs> like, I just, the thought would, like, cross my mind, because he'd always just, like, jump in and lay in their bed. It's like, that's disgusting. Who gave him the keys to the bungalow, dude? And all of a sudden, he's just, like, jumping in the middle of him and shit? Do you think he has, like, an air duct system, like, under the house, like in Haunted Ween? <laughs> <laughs> He might, dude. He puts on different, like, uh, Captain Fun outfits, maybe. <laughs> he kind of does. He has, like, the worst Halloween costume, by the way, later on. He's just, like, a guy who's skiing. Isn't this ironic? Because it's cold. It's hot here. I'm in mean, the cold weather. Get it? Yeah, it's, like, weird. I don't get that one. So, yeah, we. I mean, this kind of, this movie doesn't waste his time and then it dicks around a lot like towards the towards the middle towards the end but right now uh those chicks we were talking about are like around a campfire and um they're like they're like yeah what cute boy are you gonna do and you're like well that's my cute boy you can have that cute boy classic conversations that we've all had making the movie relatable i think yeah absolutely um you know i remember i remember sitting down at the beach around a campfire talking about what cute boy i wanted to do as well yeah i know and i i got i would get jealous of my friends because they would always pick the cute boy that i wanted to hook up with it was really it was this movie really brought me back to my youth unbelievable it's it, it reopened a wound that i wasn't ready to uh deal with <laughs> so jack frost is like trying to drop icicles on this chick <laughs> <laughs> and then ends up like giving up and then does like a fucking Kirby anvil and just lands on this bitch and she goes kersplat another one 
this is not in the VHS cut, and there is a pile of fucking bloody bullshit with a giant ice anvil on top of it, and it's awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah. It looks like a Mortal Kombat 3 fatality. It does. Yeah. Yeah, Sean. I, I, that's what I just said. It looks great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tony's favorite part of the movie comes up uh, because uh, Jack Frost takes a pair of tongs and s- gouges this woman's eyes out with them. <sighs> There's a lot of eye mutilation in this film. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like. That's how. That's why I prefer the VHS cut. Um, <laughs> on, on a scale of 1 to 10, where does this eye trauma rate for you? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go like a 6, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. A bad cooking accident, right? Bad barbecue accident. By the way, the the new the new Halloween movie has some brutal eye stuff, and like that one in the in the SUV when Michael stabs the guy in the eye, I was like, oh god, oh god. like I got like nauseous looking at it. Oh my god, you must love that part in Night of the Demons where fucking what's his face gets him popped out of his head by Lenny Quigley. Oh god, no, I don't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that was your fave. No, no, not my fave. <laughs> so then, like, one of her friends, like, just, is, like, wanders over to check on her, and she's like, oh, my God! She just sees, like, the puddle of water, and there's, like, you know, all these, like, this gore of her friend, and then she just falls backwards into a, a pile of spikes, and then she's dead. Oh, that was a good one, too. Again, none of this is in the VHS cut. Like, it's just, like, super quick cuts, and it's so, it's so like, fucking lukewarm. Uh, but I don't know if that made the movie better for me, but they were cool to see for sure. Yeah. Oh, I think they're, I think they're good. I love them. It's just, I don't give a shit about any of these characters. Like the Colonel's running around. He's talking about fucking India and he's hunting tigers in fucking India. And oh, it was, we had a good scrap. And I remember when I was in India and we built the same kind of trap that you're going to trap Jack Frost in. Any of those stories could have been spun off into uh, its own separate film. As far as I'm concerned. Oh dude, he's fucking Sir Henry at Rawlinson's end uh, with the Bonzo dog band. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's standing there just criticizing the food. That, that everyone had made. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, not enough salt, uh, not enough this on it. He's like, not very good. It's like, why don't you go back there and fucking cook something then, pal? <laughs> You're also British. You got a taste for shit, like very bland <laughs> kind of stuff, right? I, I, I don't know. I've, I haven't met too many British people in my days. <laughs> no, I mean, he's like that classic, like, British dude, you know? Yeah, like, you know, like a gentleman of some kind. I like violet candies, you know, that kind of guy. Well, if I ever go to the UK, I'm going to go around and be like, hey, guys, my friend Joe says you all have shit taste. Not now. I'm, they have very good taste. They're going to be like, buy me. Who's this Joe fella? Want to pop him in the mouth? I'm talking about that old fucking elephant hunting motherfucker that was around the go- going into India and shit. That's what I was talking about. Like from uh, Jumanji? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a hunter from the darkest wild makes you feel just like a child. Yeah. Hold on, Sean. That was the weirdest pronunciation of Jumanji I've ever heard. <laughs> finally called you're like jumanji and i'm like oh i've never heard it pronounced like that (laughs) that's the fucking that's the right the the jamaican version man jumanji (laughs) jumanji man so then like they hear like a scream like the colonel and bobby and uh you know the colonel he runs towards he's like a damsel in distress and bobby has like this classic line he's like yeah you never run towards somebody screaming (laughs) and then of course it's like you know the dead body on the ground there's too many people in this fucking movie and more of them need to die quicker 
right? Yeah. There's a lot of like tourist shit. And, and by the way, just I'm kind of glossing over a couple things because every time we cut back to Sam, he's just like, Jack Frost, I can't get over Jack Frost. I know he's back somewheres. I know I got a feeling. And, and like, that's it. And it's just like Marla and Joe and, and his wife telling him to shut the fuck up most of the movie. Uh, but thank God we get introduced to a uh, security uh, guy, the, the head of security, Mr. Uh, Mr. Manners. The man with the eye patch. Oh, yes. David Allen Brooks, guys. <laughs> Back from the kindred. It's John. Uh, you know, he, he heard his mother's tapes about the hemocyanin. And, uh, you know, it really just stuck with him. And uh, somewhere, some way, he lost that eye and went into security. Dude, Anthony Jr. Jr. fucking poked it out with one of those tentacles at the end of that movie. Oh, yeah. I still have not seen The Kindred, a.k.a. Anthony. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, but I, I remember when you gave us those VHS tapes for the last rental reviews episode. Yeah. We were looking at the covers, and we're like, oh, a movie named Anthony. And then we saw the Kindred poster. We pieced together. I'm like, oh, that's the same movie. Oh, yeah. And then I never got around to seeing it. Yeah, it's called Anthony in Germany. And uh, we actually did the episode... Uh, this year with uh, with Jesse from Say You Love Satan, so go check that out. And Synapse finally dropped the fucking Blu-ray of The Kindred, which I just picked up. Um, I cannot wait to spin that, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll watch that together. I, I, I will listen to the episode when I see the motion picture. I want it to go in blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably, you, you kind of have to with that one. It's great. I, I love it. I still, I still downloaded the episode. I still did that. <laughs> well, thank you. And then I played it on mute. <laughs> you hit play, and yeah, and then you turn the volume down, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, Joe. Anthony Jr., he, uh, you know, he lost that one arm and part of his head to uh, that scientist in the movie, so he was out for blood. Uh, yeah, he's like fucking John Fury, dude. He looks like Nick Fury, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's recast from the first movie because it's a dude with the red hair in the first one, and they, like, make him- a- Oh, it's a different person? Yeah, don't they make, like, they make, like- <laughs> Oh, Hardy fucking Harwood. <laughs> They make a bunch of jokes uh, about it in the movie. They're like, man, he's so he's, he's a lot cuter than he was in the first movie. Hey, didn't you used to have a different face? Hey, weren't you a different guy? Yeah. So I think, uh, honestly, uh, did you guys watch um, the Wet Hot American Summer TV show, the second season? No, not the TV show. Only saw the movie. So they couldn't get Bradley Cooper back. They got him back for the first season. And he was barely in it. But they couldn't get him back for the second season, so I think they got Adam Scott, uh, and the whole thing is he's Bradley Cooper's character, but he uh, he got a nose job. <laughs> That's how they explain it. He's like, do you think people will notice my nose job? And they're like, no, it'll be to- no, it'll be- you look like the same person. <laughs> the thing with that is, is like the Bradley Cooper character is more integral to that plot. I would I would uh, assume rather than manners is to this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I retired on this island. I think it's such a good. job. Joke. I think they might have just taken it and been like, yeah, hey, you know what? That's funny. It, it is a funny joke. I don't know if it's funny for this movie, though, <laughs> because it's already about a fucking killer mutant snowman. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't mind it because it's like, you know, think back to Manners in the first one. It's like, it's so inconsequential. It's like, fuck it. Why not? Just connect it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, he. Oh, yeah. So Manners is on the island because he's retired. I guess, and the FBI fired him for the mutant snowman thing, and... Yeah, he's like, yeah, nobody believed me, and he's telling Sam this, and Sam's like, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> because Sam's like, I keep telling people about this snowman. Yeah, I, and people also don't believe me, even though... 
Even though all the town witnessed it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the whole town. This is real. This is real Ghostbusters 2 territory. It's like, wait, you guys, <laughs> like, you all saw it. Like, stop lying. Yeah. Sam's going to birthday parties, singing the Jack Frost song. You know. <laughs> Admit it. You guys all saw the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man walking down Main Street. No, 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 no. I'm not crazy. I didn't see that. That was fake news. Meanwhile, you got third degree burns from fucking Marshmallow. Marshmallows hitting you at a hundred, you know, foot. You're crushed. That's like 500,000 pounds of marshmallow goo on you <laughs> from 20 stories. Um, then we're just kind of bopping around. The fucking phone's dead and they open it up and there's all water inside. And there's all like little inklings that Jack Frost is fucking with stuff and killing people. And then we get to the photo shoot where this, <laughs> this like uh, Asian guy is like shooting uh, Melanie Good. I don't know what the fuck she's doing in this movie. She's also from Seinfeld, Tonya. Did you recognize her as the t- the tall woman from Seinfeld? The tall woman. Which one was that? That was a. Uh... That's just. It, that's what she was credited as. Um... I'm shocked my Seinfeld uh, radar didn't go off. <laughs> yeah. In the boyfriend episode. Oh, okay. Yes. George talks about how he wants to have sex with the tall woman, and then she appears at the very end. Yes, I know who you're talking <laughs> about now. That's uh, the, the boyfriend episode with Keith Hernandez, I think. Yes. Oh, God, that's a great episode. Before we move on, because the chick who gets the fucking tongs in her eyes, I forgot to mention, her name's Jennifer Lyons. She's in a lot of shit. She's in The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh! Which we're going to be doing commentary tracks with Tony, so keep an eye out for those. If, you know, I get a copy of the movie that actually has the disc in it. <laughs> So yeah, so they, they you know they find the bodies and and manners is fucking like oh yeah there's 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 something's bad afoot there's a killer running around and the colonel guy is just like oh, it, it, it was a shark attack it sure was I don't know what you're talking about young lad it was a coconut shark it was a coconut shark it was a cooking accident yeah because they it, this is earlier in the film before they're really like letting Sam know what's going on because Sam kind of like, runs up like oh I heard I heard somebody yelled you need help you need help and he's like is it Jack Frost? Is a jacket. They're like, uh, uh, calm down, Bucko. We're on a fucking tropical island, bud. You know, and then of course, by the end of the movie, you know, they're helping each other figure it out. But at that point, it's just like Sam's a fucking nuisance. Well, yeah. So we go. So we go to this fucking photography shoot, like I was talking about. Millie, Melanie Goods there, showing off the goods, and, and like she's in like ski gear because it's 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 such a great idea. Why don't you get snowboarding gear and we'll we're taking photos on a tropical island? It's funny. And uh, Jack Frost, you know, he thinks he's found love here. I think so too. Hey, man. He turns himself into some fucking... I, her, okay. <laughs> oh, I gotta set this up. Look, they're taking pictures, and this dude's like, hey, honey, you're looking a little sad there. Why don't you get one of those ice cubes and lube up your nips so they get hard again? What do you say? <laughs> and uh, Jack Frost is like, oh, don't mind if I do. And he like jumps into the fucking cooler and turns himself into a bunch of ice. Now, this is the first time we see him split, and he's like individual jacks and they're all screaming to be the one chosen to be rubbed all over this woman's nipples (laughs) (laughs) they've all become their own individual organism like i said he's god like it's it's, he's basically god oh she's in she's in for for a christmas stuffing if you know what i'm saying and and you know you know who was watching this scene of a bad guy splitting themselves into multiple people the wachowskis i'm sure they were watching this And they were like, they were like, oh man, what are we gonna do for Matrix Reloaded? And they they pause the movie, and they're like, I got it, Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith is gonna be able to copy himself into multiple different ones, and they'll have conversations <laughs> together 
Thank you, Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Both ripping everything off, but also giving uh, fresh ideas to, to those in need. It, it balances itself out. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, Tone, all year round. It really is. So she has this ice, and she's rubbing it all over her fucking nips, and then she throws one off to the side and lands in the sand, and now this is kind of our principal Jack for this scene that the camera keeps focusing on, this fucking piece of ice hobbling around back and forth. <laughs> And then she gets one. She's like, I want some iced coffee. So then she gets this ice and she puts it in her mouth. And for some in odd, unexplained reason, she is just seductively sucking on this like it's her lover's pecker. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Jack Frost is like, oh, yeah, baby, that's good, baby. Lick it up, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've been a good girl this year or whatever. <laughs> and then she chews it up and he gets pissed. He gets pissed off, like, oh, how dare you? Oh, yeah, he acts like he's been scorned or something. <laughs> he's a fucking serial killer snowman. He calls her a bitch afterwards. And then he blows her head up. Oh, okay, so, uh, so yeah, I was like you. I don't, I, I remember, like, there not being a lot of good kills. When I watched this uh, a few years ago, I, I think I had to, like, rewind and record it because I couldn't believe it. I was not ready for her head to blow up like that. Like, I I, I knew something was going to happen to her head, but I wasn't ready for her to quick turn, look at the camera, smile, and then it blow up all through the lens of the camera. And I fucking lost. I was screaming, <laughs> laughing. I think it, like, in the in the VHS, it just, like, cuts to, to dude, and there's just, like, blood splatter all over him. But, yeah, that was, that was I mean, it's... It's practical, but also CG. Like, they wanted to give it a little oomph or whatever. It's it's pretty hilarious. I loved it. I rewound it, like, 15 times. I couldn't get enough of it. It was so funny. <laughs> I, I will say it's one of the best effects in the movie, even though it is kind of hilarious at the same time. <laughs> I, I also do kind of love, even though this feels a little cheap, I, I kind of like the gimmick where Greg gets killed, but you just see the Polaroids of his demise oh i love that dude i like that too and he's like oh get your scarf on look take a picture with me and he's like taking pictures and they're all falling on the ground yeah and of course this is your second uh eyeball uh you know carrot to the eyeball tony oh not a fan so where's that rate one to ten uh a carrot jabbed into your eye causing death Ooh. fuck you get you gave the tongs you gave the tongs a six so that's an eight for me because it's such a blunt uh, like <laughs> that's an eight. it's a, it's not even like your eyes gonna get sliced and maybe you can stitch it back together that thing is just crushing your eye into jelly like you're fucked it's also ironic too because carrots are good for your eyes you know it, it is that's the kind of irony the dark irony <laughs> <laughs> irony they should really teach this film in uh film studies class I think. <laughs> It's not that bad of a script. It's a very clever script. <laughs> there are some funny things in this. It's just, it it feels like they stretched out a 20-minute joke into an hour and a half. So then again, like I was saying before, like this is like some kind of, there's like activities on the island. There's like an archery fucking class. And again, Captain Fun is like, come on, guys, let's fucking do some archery. And then we'll have some drinks. Then we'll party all fucking night. He was having fun, Joe. Oh, don't rain on, don't run in, rain on his parade. Uh, the grumpy uh, guy stole all his fucking happy powder. I wrote it down. I forgot what the fuck he said, but it made me laugh pretty hard. Sean, I'm going to dance around the office like Captain Fun. <laughs> uh, 
let's see how long that lasts. I'm just gonna walk around and just be like, hey, why aren't you smiling? I'm gonna do that to everyone. <laughs> you gonna jump on somebody's lap when they're in their seat, like, trying to work? Yeah, I'm gonna jump on Sean's lap, like, what are you doing, buddy? Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, hey, you wanna go do some archery or what? Bust into the bathroom and tell people to, like, hurry up. Come on, we have work to do. Somebody's taking a shit, you, like, jump up and sit on the counter next to him, like, hey, fun fan. Sean, you're missing out on so much fun! Ah! <laughs> Don't be a potty pooper. Come on out of here. I look forward to that. <laughs> so Manners enlists Sam to help him find this killer that they're not sure if even really exists. Is this after he had the meeting with the staff? Yeah, he has it. <laughs> In this kitchen? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This, when he's recruiting Sam and you find out Captain Fun was working for Manners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is this is my favorite moment in the movie. Friends don't let friends go surfing while drinking. So finish up that daiquiri. So so Captain Fun was with Manners during the meeting with the staff, and you know he was being all wacky and whatnot. But when Manners is talking to Sam and trying to recruit him into looking for the killer, you find out that Captain Fun is working for Manners, and then he tells Sam, uh, "This is so good." He tells Sam, "He's like, yeah, that whole thing he did back in the meeting was just a ruse," and then Sam just goes. Well, that's great, but I wasn't there, so I don't know what you're talking about. And it's so, it's so, like, I told Sean, like, it's so clear that, like, the writer realized he messed up and then just went with it. It's like, oh, I'll just have the character be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. It, but, like, he's, yeah, so he's, like, a sleeper agent, but, like, it doesn't even make sense because they don't know that there was going to be killings happening. <laughs> what? Anyway. Don't think about it too hard, I guess, right? Okay. I just I just love that I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of um I mentioned this somewhere else recently. Do you watch Arrested Development? Not the new not the new ones. I think we talked about it briefly. Oh yeah, I think we talked about it in an upcoming episode. Yes. Of my show, but I'll do it here. Why not? Uh in season four of uh Arrested Development, the first Netflix season, I think you find out that uh, George Michael has no idea who Liza Minnelli's character is. Yeah, that was it. Because they're just, they're like, yeah, I'll be like Lucille too. And he's like, I don't know who that is. And then it occurs to you, I'm like, oh yeah, we've never seen those characters together all throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. So then they have like a party, but it's like a costume party. And this is where Captain Fun concocts the plan to get the killer to come out of hiding. Let's have a costume party. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. That'll draw him out, you know, bring him out into the open because he can wear a mask or, or something. I guess that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, like Satan Man and put the Drano in the uh, fountain. <laughs> there you go. Right in the punch. And then he, and then Sam's like, it's just your fucking idea for everything. Have a party. He's like, well, you, you just get people drunk. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Captain Fun. That's the thing. Ma Manners should know that this isn't going to work. <laughs> Manners is in a fucking scruff McGruff fucking trench coat. <laughs> Talking in his fucking Dick Tracy watch, like, he, I don't even know what he's doing. He's living some kind of weird fucking crime fantasy. Well, Sam's, like, dressed like a hippie, but he hears Jack Frost, like, mocking him, like, in the crowd. Hey, how about a smoke? Which is a classic line from the first movie. So he, like, he runs outside, like, thinking he's going after Jack Frost, and then, like, somebody in a very obvious snowman costume approaches him, and he fucking wallops this guy with a shovel. It's fucking Colonel Mustard, dude. He fucking smacks him upside the head with a paddle. Almost kills the old guy. Then he's, like, nursing his fucking wound with, like, an ice pack, and he's, like, drinking whiskey and shit, and he's like, yeah, this, this isn't gonna get on well at all. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's like... 
It's not Jack Frost. Would you fucking drop it already? <laughs> <laughs> I heard Jack Frost say something, and his wife's like, would you shut the fuck up with the Jack Frost shit? Stop talking about that mutant killer snowman. <laughs> TM. Jack is dead, and it's tearing our relationship apart, Sam. Don't you get it? So then uh, we see Stephanie Chow's boobs in the pool. <laughs> yeah, what was the point of this scene? We we needed to get the body count up? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, which is fine with me. That's what I'm here for, right? It's Jack Frost 2, for Christ's sake. Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Yes, I forgot. Colon, Revenge of the Killer Snowman TM. Yeah, she she gets trapped under the ice in the swimming pool. Good night. I could use a little breaststroke myself. Nah, that, was, that was a good fucking line. I challenge you to come up with a better pun. That's a funny line. <laughs> oh, he's got some good ones. My favorite one from the first one is, geez, I only axed you for a smoke. And he fucking shoves that axe down that guy's throat. So he, like, f- freezes her in the pool and she drowns. Yeah, well, then then he does his fucking Edward Sister hands move where he just puts his hand up in the air and the whole area freezes and there's some, like, woman sunbathing. Just, like, getting frozen. Oh, yeah, that girl just, it's like a Photoshop effect. She just turns to ice. (laughs) It might as well be a Photoshop action, dude, yeah. Everything turns to snow because apparently he, again, he's so powerful, he can, he puts a whole fucking, uh, snow curse on the island and the fucking, it starts snowing. Yeah. This is when it turns into a commercial for Asahi beer. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, everyone's drinking it, he's freezing it, making it colder. Ooh, I need a, I need an ice cold Asahi, maybe twelve. Look at this, this is Asahi twelve packs all over the fucking bar. Yeah, they have these like two bro characters that like get into this whole like a Christmas story bit where it's like, <laughs> yeah, what if I stick my tongue on the pole and then you pour the warm beer down it and then it'll get unstuck? All right. He goes full fucking flick and he licks that pole, man. But then his friend just walks off, dude. This is another good one, because Jack Frost is like, Hey, bro, I'll help you. And he, like, pulls this guy's tongue out of his mouth. Like, he rips his head off the pole. That was a good one. Pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. But then, like, Sam is, like, freaking out, because he's like, Oh, why is there snow in the tropics? And everyone's outside having a snowball fight. Like, ah, whatever. It happened, like, once, like, 250 years ago. Oh, yeah. It's just, it was overdue. It was overdue. 20% chance of frostbite and 100% chance of death. <laughs> yeah, so the island's covered in snow and we're having a snowball fight. And again, Captain Fun fucking kicks down the door, starts throwing snowballs at people in their bed. Yeah, again, like any privacy, Mr. Uh, fun, huh? The privacy isn't fun, Sean. Oh. Invasion of privacy is fun, though. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a blast. And he's always terrorizing them. I, I wiretap my neighbors all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, LOL, I'm having fun. <laughs> Why is everything all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> because Captain Fun threw snowballs at us in our bed. That's why. Yeah. Uh, this is also where they start to play with this idea that I guess Jack... And Sam's DNA fucking mixed when they were inside that bed of the truck at the end of the first one where he tackles him in there with the antifreeze. Yeah, he has a psychic link with him now. Yeah, like this is Voldemort and Harry Potter. Or, yeah, Jamie and Michael Myers. Jamie and Michael Myers, Tina and Jason, it all works. Or Ripley and the aliens from Alien Resurrection, she had the psychic bond with them. (laughs) 
yeah. also came out, or was that 97? Whatever, came out around the time he was ripping off, I still know he did last summer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's all connected, Tone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Ripley was grown in the same lab that they made the fucking acid for Jack Frost in. He was in the other room. They didn't get. They didn't have time to get to him. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's how, basically, Sam's like, that's how he knows where I went. He, uh, he can see through me or something. And then Jack Frost shows up and just, like, butchers, like, a bunch of people at this party. He's, like, throwing snowballs so fast he, like, knocks a guy's arm off. Um, that's pretty good because this uncut is great because the guy's arm flies off and this woman gets coated in fucking blood goo. It's pretty good. It made me think of the Adams Family with uh, Wednesday and Pugsley's uh, theater show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the old French theater where they used to do that. I just listened to a podcast on it. Anyway, they used to do that shit like back in like the 1700s. It was like a... That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. I'll, I'll, I'll find out the name on it <laughs> later. So Manners wakes up like off a chair. Like he's all fucking frozen and shit. He's like, huh, they're playing my song at the party because now we're having another party. I also love how Sam has this like necklace... That's like, it's it's concentrated antifreeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, he's like totally gone off the deep end at this point. So he just sees a random snowman and is like, that's him. That's Jack Frost. You know what Jack Frost looks like. And this is like some dumpy, like fucking Campbell Soup commercial ass fucking snowman. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not even the fucking giant puppet, you know, Jack, right? What if it what if it had been like uh, Michael Keaton? <laughs> he playing the harmonica and he just throws the anti-freeze on him. He's like, I'm here to teach my son hockey. Oh. <laughs> just a pu- you puddle of blood on the ground afterwards. Oh my god, dude. He's like, oh, that guy was also named Jack Frost and he also turned into a snowman. That's real convenient. <laughs> well, he had a pork pie hat on. I don't know. Then the other Jack Frost shows up that Dobby was all uh, enamored with last year. Oh, you think Dobby's inside Jack Frost like Scrappy-Doo at the end of fucking (laughs) Scooby-Doo? Dobby needs help! (laughs) Dobby is Jack Frost, Mr. Charnetsky! He's definitely getting a bullet in the old uh, dome for this one. Oh, he sure is, yeah. Well, he can shoot fucking icicles out of that Jack Frost machine. Who knows? Anyway, real quick, concentrated anti-freeze, is that even a fucking thing? (laughs) I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now. Hold on. Also, like you had this little ass vial, right? So so you're gonna throw it on Jack Frost. That's not enough to kill him. He needs like to be submerged in it to melt him all the way down, right? Right. Concentrated antifreeze is a thing. It is a thing. Okay, I just Googled what is concentrated antifreeze, and it just says antifreeze is a glycol-based concentrated liquid. So I think antifreeze is already concentrated. Gotcha. It's a concentrated liquid that you mix with water and use to fill up your car's cooling system, and the name suggests antifreeze prevents your engine cooler from freezing in sub-zero temperatures. Gotcha. So it's like it's like a, uh, 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 a, d- a detergent uh, that can be mixed with water. You're supposed to mix with water. Yes. That's... Okay, sure. Well, he kills Michael Keaton, and then Jack Frost <laughs> comes right up on him and, and is like, ah, long time no see, Sammy. He appears behind him, and he's like, oh, I could kill you right here, but then the movie would be over. <laughs> he wants to he wants to play with his prey before he, he attacks. 
and 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 fucking Manners comes out with a a regular gun who and he knows that that shit can't hurt him, but in, insists on diving into the fucking snow in really bad CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Bobby has a bunch of like drums of coolant that they use as what they think's gonna work to because they don't have any antifreeze, but they have coolant. So and it's basically the same thing. They're they're trying it again. They said it it worked last time. It'll work this time definitely. You know the squirt guns are coming back in a big way this year you know we we had it in night of the demons 2 full of holy water i watched fucking Ernest scared stupid they had milk in that shit i watched bordello of blood they do the fucking they do the holy water and the squirt guns there too uh you know we talked about dust till dawn they do it um and now we got antifreeze in squirt guns in this one i love it i love it too and the lost boys lest we forget oh yes. yeah that's right and the lost boys yeah they're super effective against monsters. They are. They're super effective. They got it. It shoots that fucking sweet safety juice at them, dude. You get them. Get them real good. Unless the monster is has had their DNA bond with their <laughs> uh, previous weakness, because they don't ever use them in the movie to shoot Jack Frost. Well, they do once. They do once when uh, they they set this Home Alone ass trap, and you know, I should rephrase that Home Alone. Three ass trap. <laughs> yeah, because they fill up they fill up a fountain they drain a fountain and fill it up with the, the coolant, which is essentially antifreeze. Yeah, and he falls in there, and much like the first one, you think it's gonna kill him, but then you realize there's still like a half hour runtime left. And he just kind of just melts a little like the marshmallow man, and then he's like reforming, and he's like, Yeah, it didn't work, sorry. Dude, he like he's like, We got him, and then he like gets out of the freezer. He's like, that hurt like a son of a bitch, and uh, I swallowed a bit of that antifreeze. And then he fucking tremors too, throws up a fucking snowball, which I guess is like, he like reproduces like that. Yeah. So he blows a load out of his mouth. He seems shocked by it. He's like, huh, okay. How about that? This mutant snowman, if you feed it uh, antifreeze now, it can throw up tin. Yeah. Reproduces asexually. This is the mutant snowman. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So then he creates a lot of these things, these fucking snowballs. Man, we go full fucking critters now, right? And gremlins, because these things are... It, first, it, like, hatches, like, in a frying pan, and... Yeah, it looks like a squish face from fucking C-Lab 2021. These things look like ass. They're just, like, li these little puppets with, like, just, like, coal eyes and, like... I don't know. And they're running around. They're like, oh, hey, daddy. I agree. They're they're almost as bad as Baby Stay Puffs. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> they are the original Baby Stay Puffs. Yes. Dude, they are the original babies. Oh, let's add Ghostbusters to the list of movies that this rips off, too. Wait, in the future? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know who is ripping off. So it ripped off Ghostbusters Afterlife? Well, it rips off, it pioneers the baby Stay Puffs, but it also rips off the end of the 1984 Ghostbusters. Wait, how? The We'll, we'll get there. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, passing back and forth. You know, I think John Hurt's, you know, passing the baton between the eras. So, yeah, they, 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 they try all different kinds of ways to fucking kill this thing. Like this. So, Jack Frost goes MIA for the next, like, 30 minutes of the movie. 
which has to be a budget thing, right? Because they basically make these snowball things look like cotton balls if they're not, if the camera's not right on top of it. But but again, they're like doing this Gremlins thing. They're like they're like, how do we kill these things? They like put it in a fucking blender and they put it in a waffle iron and this is really bad CGI <laughs> to like squish them and stuff. But then they like reform. Yeah, yeah. So Manners is like walking around the island with his fucking squirt gun and he walks into the shed and I shit you not, this is like. The Lee scene in Critters 2 and the Quigley scene in Critters 2, like, wrapped into one. Because he walks in and there's all these fucking snowball monsters. And he, like, tries to leave and they, like, bite his fucking fingers off. It's, it's like the Krites. It's like the fucking baby Krites, man. Yeah. And then, and then they're, like, at one point they all get on him and they're all biting him and shit. And then... That's it. He fucking dies in a, in a cut scene with, like, blood pouring out from underneath the shed. And see you later. They had to... Save him for the third movie. <laughs> yeah, is he dead? I don't... He might be. I'm sure. Yeah, right. He comes back with just his hand bitten off. A complete. He's a completely different actor, and he's like, yeah, my hand. You probably don't recognize my hand. <laughs> I used to have a hand. You're like, oh, he did have a hand. That explains it. Yeah, he's got robot parts now. They built him better and stronger. One other thing to note with that uh, character in particular, he has this water pistol with a fucking red dot laser on it attached to it oh yes that's right just thought that was an interesting detail <laughs> there's like a montage again like this critters two ass montage or like gremlins in the in, in dory's tavern where they're like these things are drinking beer and they're farting on each other and they're fucking laughing and rolling around and shit and eating people's arms and legs and stuff <laughs> well then uh uh sam's wife uh, Anne, she just like in a desperate attempt to you know capture or kill one of these things Grabs like a random like mixed drink on off the counter and just like sp- oh wait 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 before that before that happens the plan is to put all of these things in separate containers that's the plan oh right and you're like you, we gotta catch them and put them in pretzel containers or where, whatever you can find yeah because Joe is there with like his fucking Mister Boogity vacuum and he's like sucking this thing up and. Again, right out of Gremlins, this fucking snowball thing comes out of, like, a Christmas tree, and he, like, puts it in a little container. Um, And then Colonel Clink is walking through a fucking bamboo forest, (laughs) and these things go after him. Yeah, they're they're not aware of uh, all their powers yet. No, but again, they're not really doing anything. You see a little bit uh, of, like, there's, like, spiky mohawks, like, icicle mohawks on these things and shit, which I guess just to differentiate them, but they don't really ever fucking use them or anything, but, uh... Bobby's daiquiri, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's Bobby's... Bobby made this daiquiri, and essentially she throws it at one of these, uh, minion snowballs. You need that LL Cool J Deep Blue Sea, like, monologue where he's making the video, and he's like, this is how you make Bobby's daiquiri, with a little bit of rum and a little bit of banana. Well, the banana's key, as we find out, because this thing explodes. Like like I said, their DNA, Jack Frost and Sam's, gets kind of muddled somehow. I don't know how this would even work, but... There's blood from Sam that went into the antifreeze, and that's how we figured out that he was, like, psychic or whatever. But he, but Jack Frost has adopted Sam's banana allergy. Because he needs a new uh, weakness, huh? you know, because they got rid of the antifreeze. How else are you going to beat him? Banana. You know what we're doing? We're filling up those fucking squirt guns with banana juice now. Donkey Kong is crying during this scene (laughs) as they grab, like, this mountain of bananas and squish it out into this fucking giant pot and make this disgusting, like, 
it, it looks like banana cum. Like a banana's came when you squeezed on them. <laughs> like, that's what this looks like, and they fill the super soakers with it. You know, I thought this would be more fun, but they're killing these... So they're killing these fucking snowballs things. They explode when you shoot the banana shit at them, by the way. Um... And, like, Taps is playing, and it's, like, slow-mo as these fucking little... Yeah, the Taps has just killed me. These little snowball guys are getting blown up. It's a very emotional scene, okay? Oh, yeah. And, I, you know what? I do like that, you know, the villain's weakness is his hero's weakness. Uh, they're becoming more alike than they thought. Uh, and yeah, and it's, it's, uh, it reminds me of, uh, aliens. It's very deep, Tony. Yeah. When the queen sees all the eggs burnt and she's like very upset <laughs> or Godzilla 1998, <laughs> when uh, Godzilla finds all his babies, that's a real, like uh, the, the babies that he birthed, that's a real sentence. Uh, and then he wants revenge. And I think, uh, Jack Frost two was, uh, taking those scenes and making it a lot better. I think so. Get away from her, you snowman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe when he picked up this snowball baby, as they refer to them as. <laughs> that That's dying. That doesn't explode for some reason, even though it has banana on its fucking head. And he's like, I will avenge you, my kin. It's like, what? What? Now he cares? He fucking cries. The snowman, like, sheds a tear for this. <laughs> Well, that was th- that was his children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's killing time. Now it's personal. What was Jack doing during all this? I don't know. He was getting a fucking Mai Tai with Corpse Fucker at the beach, dude. I think that's what he was doing. Yeah. You know what I think? I think he was looking up books on fatherhood. Maybe. Yeah, trying to turn his life around. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a father. He's got to learn, you know what to do he he went out and got a job he bought he bought a tie he's clearly taking this like seriously because he's very upset he watched that movie with steve martin cheaper by the dozen or something he bought he bought the nationwide number one bestseller fatherhood by bill cosby <laughs> and he learned everything he needed to learn in that dads yeah and then they uh sam, sam took that away from him Sam's wife, really. Yeah. Sa- Sam's hiding at this point in the film because he's so terrified of Jack Frost. Sam's neurotic, and he's gone. He's he's gone bye bye, Egon, because he is like, does the antifreeze didn't work? Ah, uh, the antifreeze. Can I? Uh, can I? Have a, can I have a mint julep? <laughs> Marla almost knocks her out with a fucking meat mallet. I was waiting for her to go fucking full Shao Kong on his ass. His yeah. Sam's wife's like, it's it's time for me to be badass with bananas. And so she yeah. So she kills all those things. Uh, Jack Frost comes back for his revenge again, um, because he didn't take it yet on Sam for killing him the first time but now the baby snowmen are dead so now everybody has to die for real for real um colonel clink gets it through the fucking back of the head and this icicle comes out of his mouth uh it reminded me of dead alive or brain dead rather when when void punches that chick through the fucking back of the head and out of her mouth oh that scene's awesome i love it so much and then Bobby just gets a fucking slit throat, and there you go. Bobby's just like, ah, fuck, I'm next, and just gets taken out. Marla and Joe, it's their wedding. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Not like it fucking matters, but like, it, it's their wedding day? And I'm like, who the fuck is officiating them on this island? Uh, maybe it was the colonel. I don't know. Because Marla's like, we can't have sex until we get married. Uh, uh maybe Sam was supposed to do it. Jack Frost is doing it now. <laughs> I now pronounce you both fucking dead. Yeah, but they're like the comedy relief, so they're almost like the Three Stooges. They run away and nothing happens to them. It's kind of actually, it's fine. Uh, so Jack Frost chases them into a 
the kitchen again, and uh, Sam's wife is there, and uh, they run out, or they get stuck in the freezer. Right, oh, right. She gets walled in. Like, Jack Frost makes, like, these ice walls around her, complete with the fucking snow face, like, the snowman face on the walls. Dude, that scene's awesome. I, I'm kind of into it. It was it was neat. And then, like, the icicles come out, and it's, like, closing in on her, like, this fucking, like, snowman Iron Maiden, almost. Yeah, that was the thing that stuck with me the most from this movie. Like, where, from when I watched it as a kid, I'm like, I remember this scene the most. It was pretty cool. I mean, guys, she's fucking dead. Though All of those fucking icicles were in there, and then he, like, reforms back into himself. You know why I like like, this feels like something, like, Freddy would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also love how she's yelling, like, Ah, I wish you could have seen us kill your babies. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Lady! You already lost, like, chill out! No pun intended. Also, to your point, Tony, like, you can have so much fun with this because, like, the snowman, you know, he can melt and turn into whatever, you know what I mean? He's like a fucking snow wonder twin. Yeah. Except he can turn into, you know, not animals. But anyway. So then he, like, forms around her. Yeah, she's fucking dead, man. She's dead. Yeah, she she should be a puddle at the bottom of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But instead... Sam fucking hobbles in with this weapon I've never seen him have before. Oh, it's the archery thing, dude. It comes back full circle, remember? When he was shooting it with fucking Captain Fun down at the beach? Set up and payoff. Uh, yeah. It's a very good script. <laughs> and he has what? An arrow banana bomb? Uh, it, do you think Hawkeye has banana arrows? Maybe. He should. I haven't watched the Hawkeye show yet, so I, I cannot comment. He doesn't have a banana arrow yet, but uh, it's pretty good. I did watch all seven seasons of Arrow, and I was upset he did not have banana arrows. <laughs> the green arrow's got a yellow one? Yeah, the banana arrow, yeah. Yeah, I was very upset by that. Uh, <laughs> Even Usopp from One Piece has a banana, well, not an arrow, but it's a pellet, and he shoots it, and they made a banana boat, so there's that. Oh, there you go. Well, he he would stand a chance against Jack Frost then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they shoot this fucking guy with a banana arrow, and he explodes into a bunch of marshmallow man goo all over the place. <laughs> Yes. And Sam is, like, searching for her, like, fucking Dana Barrett in this shit, and he, like, pulls her out and wipes her off and stuff. Oh, right. Okay. That's what you meant. And then Ernie Hudson comes out of the freezer, and he's like, I love this town! Ha! And then the movie ends. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, he takes her out, and he, like, wipes her face off, and then... Sam, like, carries his wife down the beach to the to the ocean? What is he gonna do? Sacrifice her to fucking uh, Mistima? Or, or, uh, or, uh, 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 oh my god, I can't believe it. Esteban down at the beach? Yeah, maybe. Gonna summon Dagon, for all we know. It's possible. Um, and then they just kind of fuck off. And then we get a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene? Oh, yeah. Right, okay, which one's, wait, I forget, is the kaiju the mid-credit one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, what a... These Japanese racist stereotypes, yeah. What an amazing cliffhanger that has yet to be followed up on. It's much like the Super Mario Brothers movie. We're still waiting for it. Oh, you're never gonna believe this. Giant Jack Frost. Or or, or Sinestro putting on the yellow ring and Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, God, help me. Or the giant deadly spawn coming out of the hills, yeah. Yes, or or uh, the, the end of Dracula untold when they're like, the game is on or whatever, and they're setting up for all... Or the mummy. Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, yeah. We're setting up for all this amazing stuff and it's just it never gets never gets delivered it never gets uh 
fulfilled. Let's leave it untold, shall we? It's I think it's better off that way. No, no, I need to know what happens. I need to know what happens with the giant Jack Frost. No, well, maybe Jack, maybe Jack Frost, but not Dracula. I need no. We need to. I need to be told more about Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we have this like kaiju one that's kind of like a goof on Godzilla, and it's Jack J- Jackzilla, <laughs> and it's like Joe said, it's like this like play on the bad dubbing from the Godzilla movies back in the day, but it's like really over the top, like borderline racist. Uh, but it's just like why? I don't know. Because it's cool, Joe. Oh, you know what's cool? Making a good movie and like And they did, Joe. All you were worried about was making this fucking dumb God- Godzilla joke when you could have been putting the effort into another scene somewhere. Well, they did. This was per they were setting up their sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Got to set up that sequel. Giant Jack Frost. This giant carrot falls on this boat and breaks it in half. <laughs> I, I laughed. No, it's funny. It's kind of funny. Jack can, like, manipulate the size of, like, organic matter, so he can, like, potentially end world hunger. Uh, yeah, I guess so. He's like Spivey. But he uses his powers for evil. <laughs> Him and Sp- Sp- is Spivey the good guy, Sean, you think? Farmer Spivey? Weirdly enough, in this scenario, he would be. He would be. He's just a dirty old man, but, like, if he it's him, him versus Jack Frost, right? It's going to be, like, a reversal. It's going to be, like, you know, Jack Frost is going to be gigantic with the big carrot, but he's going to be fighting Gramps, who's, like, this tiny, like, zombie man with a gigantic cucumber. Well, he rides on his shoulder. Oh, okay, okay. And don't forget, Dobby's in that giant fucking Jack Frost mech walking around, dropping fucking giant vegetables on people. Okay, now now this is getting even complicated for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to... Charnet Kong's got to come in. It's a whole fucking thing dude oh yeah that this is true i forgot about charnet con <laughs> <laughs> so then we get this fucking other post credit sequence and it's not even they couldn't be bothered to film it right it's just a still that they push in on yeah it's just a still image i think that's them being thrifty okay <laughs> thrifty is a good way is one way to put it yeah they came up with an idea and they're like oh how are we gonna do this they're like oh we'll just do it through a still image and slow zoom on it and it gives the illusion that it's an actual video and i i learned a lot from this <laughs> i too have used stills that i passed off for videos before yeah but this one's complete with pixelation tony uh do you guys think that uh marla and jill were dead at the end of this scene because they're they're stuck in the freezer and they're they're yelling for help and then they just stop and the camera continues to zoom in for like 15 seconds of silence yeah it just keeps going well after the joke is finished so did they just like freeze to death are they in there with michael j fox is what What's her face going to bring him back? These are questions that would have been answered had we gotten an actual sequel. This really, you know, this really feels like, you know, I'm hoping this ends up like Twin Peaks where we wait 25 years. <laughs> What's in the freezer? That's like the big tagline. They then like they make Jack Frost three and it takes 10 hours to explain what's happening. And then it ends on another cliffhanger that, you know, they're not going to finish because everyone's getting too old. <laughs> Tony, you got it licked, man. That's it. Like call, call up Michael Cooney. We're doing this. Well, no, the actor playing Sam is dead. So we'd have to recast him, I think. Oh, uh, that's all right. But Scott McDonald's still around. Bring him back for Jack Frost. Scott McDonald's just like, wait. What year is this? <laughs> Actually, right right now, when this comes out, he's at Spooky Empire in Florida. I wish I was there because I'd have him sign my tape. Oh. It could just be uh, bring the son back. You know, they, they gave him up for adoption, but he has, you know, scars that never healed. Oh, yeah. Dude, he comes back and he has to solve a puzzle in the floor and inside is concentrated 
and I freeze. And then and then and then everyone cries. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And then and then everyone's crying because of how emotional it is. And then one guy in the theater goes, "Wasn't this supposed to be a fucking comedy?" And I think it'd be great. I think we got it, guys. We got it. We got it. No, you forgot one thing. Ian Abercrombie shows up at the end as a ghost, and then you cry. <laughs> Lines up. Write us the check, Sony. So it's trashing through the snow, guys. What present is this under our Christmas tree this year, fellas? Oof. Uh. Well, I think this is like the the best present, really. So what would, what would your what would your best present be like akin to receiving the MVD Blu-ray of this under your Christmas tree? Yes, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Complete with the commentary track by Hack the Movies. This is the, this is like the present that you wait for all year long, and you beg your parents for it, and you say t- you tell them like I don't even want anything else. I'll settle for just this present, and then you get it. Is this your Nintendo sixty four? Yes, you get it, and then it's like the most amazing thing you've ever seen. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! This is like getting the asylum version of the of the movie you wanted, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to be very specific with your folks, right? Because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you're just like, yeah, I want the special edition DVD of this film, this particular film that came out this year, right? And then they, they fucking find the bargain bin version and they're like, well, this was like $5 cheaper, so we got you this one instead. And it's like, it's like the knockoff movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... You know, I really like the first one. This one's just a little too goofy for me, like to the point where, I don't know, I'm rolling my eyes a lot. The the reinstatement, I, like I had I had beef with this movie before we reviewed this, but like the the watching it now with all the gore in it, the, the effects are really fucking cool. I'm glad this new edit has given people a better appreciation for it. It's like when a lot of films get fixed in editing, like the Snyder cut. Yes, exactly. Or Alien Three, of course. We all love Alien Three. We should all YouTube search. And I'm glad. I'm glad you you have a new appreciation for this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I'm very curious to see that that Blu-ray from NVD uh, releasing because um, this was shot on video, so it it there's no film negative to scan in and turn into a Blu-ray. So I'm I'm very curious to see what that picture looks like. Oh yeah. You know, I like this. Uh, th- this is uh, this is a movie that you asked for, and uh, you get it. You know, there's there's no real surprise. It's something you asked for. It was on the list, and uh, you open it up. And you're like, all right, good. I wanted that, and that's pretty much what it was. I mean, I don't know. I I wasn't really expecting much. I mean, last year I had maybe ha- would have had different expectations coming off the first one, which again I also did like. I had minor gripes here and there. But uh, you know, I was being told at the time it sucked without this this knowledge that these uh these kills were cut down on the on the version that Joe was aware of. So when Tony was like, "Hey, no, actually they're they're there. They're awesome. Go go give it a second chance or, or a second look." It's like, "All right, yeah, this was pretty good." And uh, my my biggest complaint really is just that Jack isn't in it for a lot of this. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a budgetary thing, and that's why they came up with these stupid snowballs, because it's just like, ah, oh, they're cheap, and then we can just, like, still get away with some cool stuff. But otherwise, yeah, this is fun. Like, it's kind of in the ilk of, like, the suckling for me. Like, this is a very bad movie, but I enjoy it uh, kind of film. Uh, I think the suckling's more charming than this, but go on. Uh, I would agree, but I'm just rating it on a similar scale. Sure. So, you know, for some people at home listening, this may end up being in the dumpster for you. This may be on the shelf for, you know... 
You might be right in line with me. You might, hey, you might get that copy of the movie like Tony's getting on Christmas Day. Uh, so you can go in, you can watch it, and then get that second viewing with that, you know, the lovely voice of, you know, the very important and busy and uh, famous. Regaled, yeah. Yeah, to- Tony from Hack the Movies. Yes. Yeah, I, and don't and don't get me wrong. Grab some Asahi beer, extra dry beer. <laughs> <laughs> It's a butt dry with your buddies and and fi- and fire up that fucking Blu-ray and uh, and give it a whirl for sure. A hundred percent, definitely watch this. It'll be your favorite movie. It's the best movie for the Christmas season. This is the Christmas movie. So, Tone, what do you got coming up, dude? Uh, I don't know. I got a doctor's appointment next week. Not the. F- <laughs> You're going to see Ian and McCrombie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I need an oil change in my car, so if you're like a mechanic, you might see me soon. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of shit popping off next week. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So check out uh, Hack the Movies at hackthemovies.com uh, and on YouTube and your podcast uh, thing of choice. Joe will be on the show soon to cover Lord of the Rings with us. Ah, Lord, you you have my axe, Tony. Yes, uh, in, uh, 20 years later. Jesus Christ, 20 fucking years. Crazy. After that, we have friggin', um, Scream 25 years later on the actual 25th anniversary, because next month is Scream 5. Gotcha. Uh, and I think you're coming back, we're gonna do Worst Texas Chainsaw Movie. Oh, oh boy. In time for the next bad Texas Chainsaw Movie. Yeah, and then the three of us are going to be doing uh, amazing Spider-Man commentary tracks. Just in time for No Way Home. There you go. Yeah, I needed to, I needed to brush up on that terrible lore from that awful universe. So I'm glad we're all going to do that together. It's all coming together, baby. We're all going to see all the stuff they recycled from Sam Raimi again. We're all going to see all the new terrible ideas they put in again. We're all going to experience Andrew Garfield's Edward Cullen hair again. It's going to be great. Yes. Organic web shooters, Tony. Yeah. Well, no, that that was Sam Raimi. That wasn't. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I've only seen the first one. I like I know some, you know, story beats from the second one because. You know. Oh, wait do you see the uh, the demo reel of uh, potential spinoffs that never happened. That's what the second one is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm excited. The second one is like, Joe, maybe you can back me up. The second one is like legit not a movie. Uh, no, it's not. I fell asleep in the fucking theater watching it, but I'll tell that story on that commentary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was very excited, but we'll, 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 we'll get to it then. We'll, 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 di- we'll dive deep in, in there. And uh, currently, Castillo is on a bit of a hiatus. Us, but we do have plans to come back eventually. When is your uh, Jackzilla episode, Tony? <laughs> when they make the movie, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the director right now. I'll be like, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> okay, get Michael Cooney on the horn. It's a Christmas miracle, and and Jack Frost three, get it fucking going. Let's go." Yes, everyone, everyone, uh, message Michael Cooney. Tell him that I'm ready to do Jack Frost three with him. <laughs> We're ready to do it. <laughs> And yeah, stay tuned. So we got we got we got two more Trash of the Snow episodes for you, and we got that big giveaway. So go check that out and find out how to win on Instagram. And don't forget to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. And you know what? Do us a big favor. Can you please leave us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts? And uh, you know, helps the show. Like Sean always says, helps to get out of the bottom of the dumpster into more eardrums. Spread that word. Spread that love. It's the Christmas season, folks. Do us a solid and spread spread that dumpster uh, cheer around would you yeah and uh make sure to subscribe to us over on youtube we're almost at 2,000 subscribers over on youtube so if you haven't yet head on over there and give us a sub and uh we also have coming later this month over on patreon we have a 
Real Ghostbusters Christmas special coming to you. Oh, am I allowed to say which one it is? If it, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, is it the uh, the Scrooge one? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's I'm not the biggest Real Ghostbusters fan, but I really love that episode. <laughs> oh, it's a great episode. And also stay tuned on that Patreon, too, because we got a special uh, holiday Christmas special what? That sounded really weird, but it's a, it's like a Christmas special watch along, right? We're gonna do a a couple different things uh, together. So so bring ugly sweaters and some fucking eggnog with some bourbon in it or whatever your drink of choices. Uh, we're gonna get kooky. Yeah, yeah, and uh, keep keep me in mind for future uh, watch alongs. I'd like to do one at some point. Oh yeah, come, you, dude. Well, again, we're switching to video next year, so we're gonna be we're gonna the crossovers will be abound. If you guys don't feel if you're not scared of being upstage, you know, or just in the. <laughs> Like I, I, I will, I will, I will bless you guys uh, with my presence. <laughs> you know, Tony. I ro- every time we do something with you, I roll that dice. <laughs> I roll that dice, and I say, and I say, you know what, Tony? Nobody's gonna listen to this show anymore because Tony's on the show. They're all gonna listen to hack the movies. And I will say, uh, if your fans missed it, or if my fans missed it, or if anyone missed it, we did a good two-parter on hack the movies for uh, Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, and then Ke- Francis Ford Coppola's Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yes! And soon, uh, I forgot about this, soon, uh, I know me and Sean are going to do this at some point when we have time. I need to watch it. Someone sent me the work print version of Frankenstein. Oh, yes, yes. With all the deleted scenes. And I watched like, the first eight minutes, and there's already a bunch of changes, so. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I got to, um, I'm going to do a video where I watch it and then I just explain to Sean what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to that. I legit just need time to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of good stuff cooking. Uh, Don't forget, hackthemovies.com. Check it out. Subscribe. Do all that good stuff. And yeah, we'll catch it. We'll catch you on the next episode. So that's it. That's Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman from 2000, directed by Michael Cooney. If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm like an asshole, but my name's Tony from Hack Movies. (laughs) Thanks for visiting the dumpster. 